chapter four of trial and triumph by francis e w harper this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter four annette said mrs harcourt one morning early i want you to stir your stumps to-day i'm going to have company this evening and i want you to help me to get everything in apple pie order who is coming grandma mr thomas and mrs Lassette. mrs Lassette annette's eyes brightened i hope she will come she is just as sweet as a peach and i do love her ever so much and who else brother lomax the minister who preached last sunday and gave us such a good sermon is he coming too annette opened her eyes with pleased surprise oh i hope he will come he's so nice what do you know about him why grandmother i understood everything that he said and i felt that i wanted to be good just like he told us and i went and asked aunt liza how people got religion she had been to camp meeting and seen people getting religion and i wanted her to tell me all about it for i wanted to get it too what did she tell you she told me that people went down to the mourners bench and prayed and then they would get up and shout and say they had religion and that was all she knew about it you went to the wrong one when you went to your aunt liza and what did you do after she told you why i went down in the garden and prayed and i got up and shouted but i didn't get any religion i guess i didn't try right i guess you didn't if i judge by your actions when you get older you will know more about it but grandma aunt liza is older than i am why don't she know because she don't try she's got her head too full of dress and dancing and nonsense grandmother harcourt did not have very much faith in what she called children's religion and here was a human soul crying out in the darkness but she did not understand the cry nor look for the perfecting of praise out of the mouths of babes and sucklings not discerning the emotions of that young spirit she let the opportunity slip for rightly impressing that young soul she depended too much on the church and too little on the training of the home for while the church can teach and the school instruct the home is the place to train innocent and impressible childhood for useful citizenship on earth and a hope of holy companionship in heaven and every christian should strive to have her one of the provinces of god's kingdom where she can plant her strongest batteries against the ramparts of folly sin and vice who else is coming grandma why of course i must invite mrs larkins it would never do to leave her out annette shrugged her shoulders a scowl came over her face and she said i hope she won't come i expect she will and when she comes i want you to behave yourself and don't roll up your eyes at her and giggle at her and make ugly speeches she told me that you made mouths at her yesterday and that when mr ross was whipping his horse you said you knew some one whom you wished was getting that beating and she said that she just believed you meant her how was that annette if i were like you i would be all the time keeping this neighbourhood in hot water annette looked rather crestfallen and said i did make mouths at her house as i came by but i didn't know that she saw me 
yes she did and you had better mind how you cut your cards with her annette finding the conversation was taking a rather disagreeable turn suddenly remembered that she had something to do in the yard and ceased to prolong the dialogue if the truth must be confessed annette was not a very earnest candidate for saintship and annoying her next-door neighbour was one of her favourite amusements grandma harcourt lived in a secluded court which was shut in on every side but one from the main streets and her environments were not of the most pleasant and congenial kind the neighbours generally speaking belonged to neither the best nor worst class of coloured people the court was too fully enclosed to be a thoroughfare of travel but it was a place in which women could sit at their doors and talk to one another from each side of the court women who had no scruples about drinking as much beer and sometimes stronger drinks as they could absorb and some of the men said that the women drank more, more than men and under the besotting influence of beer and even stronger drinks a fearful amount of gossiping news-carrying and tattling went on which often resulted in quarrels and contentions which while it never resulted in blood sadly lowered the tone of social life it was the arena of wordy strife in which angry tongues were the only weapons of warfare and poor little annette was fast learning their modes of battle but there was one thing against which grandmother harcourt set her face like flint and that was sending children to saloons for beer and once she flamed out with righteous indignation when one of her neighbours in her absence sent annette to a saloon to buy her some beer she told her in emphatic terms she must never do so again that she wanted her girl to grow up a respectable woman and that she ought to be ashamed of herself not only to be guzzling beer like a toper but to send anybody's child to a saloon to come in contact with the kind of men who frequented such places and that any women who sent their children to such places were training their boys to be drunkards and their girls to be street-walkers i am poor she said but i mean to keep my credit up and if you and i live in this neighbourhood a hundred years you must never do that thing again her neighbour looked dazed and tried to stammer out an apology but she never sent annette to a beer saloon again and in course of time she became a good temperance woman herself influenced by the faithfulness of grandmother harcourt the court in which mrs harcourt lived was not a very desirable place but on account of her colour eligible houses could not always be obtained and however decent quiet or respectable she might appear on applying for a house she was often met with the rebuff we don't rent to coloured people and the men who virtually assigned her raise the lowest place and humblest positions could talk so glibly of the degradation of the negro while by their christless and inhuman prejudice they were helping add to their low social condition in the midst of her unfavourable environments mrs harcourt kept her home neat and tidy sent annette to school constantly and tried to keep her out of mischief but there was moral contagion in the social atmosphere of tennis court and annette too often succumbed to its influence but annette was young and liked the company of young girls and it seemed cruel to confine the child's whole life to the home and schoolhouse and give her no chance to be merry and playful with girls of her own age so now and then grandmother harcourt would let her spend a little time with some of the neighbours girls but from the questions that annette often asked her grandmother and the conversations she sometimes repeated mrs harcourt feared 
that she was learning things which should only be taught by faithful mothers in hours of sacred and tender confidence and she determined even if it gave offence to her neighbours that she would choose among her own friends companions for her granddaughter and not leave all her social future to chance in this she was heartily aided by mrs Lassette, who made it a point to hold in that neighbourhood mothers meetings and try to teach mothers who in the dark days of slavery had no bolts nor bars strong enough to keep out the invader from scattering their children like leaves in wintry weather how to build up light and happy homes under the new dispensation of freedom to her it was a labour of love and she found her reward in the peace and love which flowed into the soul and the improved condition of society in lowly homes where she visited her presence was a benediction and an inspiration women careless in their household and slatternly in their dress grew more careful in the keeping of their homes and the arrangement of their attire women of the better class of their own race coming among them awakened their self-respect prejudice and pride of race had separated them from their white neighbours and the more cultured of their race had shrunk from them in their ignorance poverty and low social condition and they were left in a great measure to themselves ostracised by the whites on the one side and socially isolated from the more cultured of their race on the other hand the law took little or no cognizance of them unless they were presented at its bar as criminals but if they were neither criminals nor paupers they might fester in their vices and perpetuate their social condition who understood or cared to minister to their deepest needs or greatest wants it was just here where the tender thoughtful love of a warm-hearted and intelligent woman was needed to her it was a labour of love but it was not all fair sailing she sometimes met with coldness and distrust where she had expected kindness and confidence lack of sympathy where she had hoped to find ready and willing co-operation but she knew that if her life was in harmony with god and christly sympathy with man for such a life there was no such word as fail End of chapter four